science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. Because I am the husband. Hello, husband. Mrs. Corbett, how are you? I am good. It's been a while. We need to crack on. Did you have a lovely summer holiday? Hang on. We've done that. We've done that already. We're off to October holidays now. Did you have a nice half term? I did. It was really good. Are you looking forward to Christmas? Yep. Are you looking forward to... You guys get a week off at Halloween, right? No. You get a week off the fireworks though, right? No. You get a week... Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's a long term. It's a good term though, isn't it? Because um, no one gets over excited about fireworks or... or, or mock uh, exams. Sweets or mock... What? Yeah. We've got mock exams. Yeah. Oh, they never catch a break, do they? These poor, these poor school people. Poor unfortunate souls. Yeah. <laughs> so many exams. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you want to talk about today? Um, let's do DT, design and technology. I would like All you right. to explain to me how to use a bandsaw. I can literally explain to you how to use a bandsaw. But how about I mean, if it's we're not gonna... hard? Turn it on, push wood into it. Mind your fingers, innit? Mind your fingers. <laughs> um, I am going to talk to you a tiny bit about design technology, but with biological molecules. All right, sweet. So last lesson, we spoke about meiosis. Meiosis is the process of creating gametes. Meiosis is and the process of... Sorry, carry on. Yeah, do you remember what a gamete is? Um, something to do with reproduction. Like It's like a, it's one of the cells. Yep. Sperm cells. Sperm. cells. Sex cells. Mm. Gametes are sex cells. So... Um, so meiosis like mitosis we get a double of the dna then we get a splitting um etc and today we're going to talk about what dna is all right cool before we do that though do you want to move away from the ceiling because you're sitting i'm a, I'm actually finding the ceiling quite comforting clearly uh, you're, you're leaning against the ceiling on, on purpose are you yes all right cool i just wondered if you thought you had to sit like that but no <laughs> carry on so as you were what do you know about dna what don't i know about dna double helix oh good word 32 pairs no. 24 pairs. No. 28 pairs. No. 18 pairs. No. 33 pairs. Nope. 23 pairs. 23 pairs. I knew I'd get there eventually. 23 pairs of what though? Of chromosomes. Very good. Okay, so DNA stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. I, I, I knew that. You don't need to know that. It's not on the spec. Oh. Um, so the spec says... Student- Way to belittle my knowledge. How many guesses did you have at pairs? <laughs> yeah, but I knew deoxyribonucleic acid. Okay. Um, So it says on the specification, students should be able to describe the structure of DNA and define the genome. Mm -hmm. So you described, so there's like, it's a one mark question, but there's very specific things you have to say about DNA. So the fact that you called it a double helix is half the mark. Right. Okay. So the thing you need to say about DNA is it is a, DNA is um, a double helix polymer. Okay. Do you know what a polymer is? We haven't done polymers yet. Many polymers many sides many mers yeah so poly means many um it, and it means many monomers so a monomer is a repeating uh, yeah. unit small molecule so dna if you're doing triple you need to know more about this but dna is made of four different four different monomers four different molecules um so they're the bases you might have learned about those at school sure. atcg do you remember this yeah absolutely cool so um yeah so dna the thing you need to say is it's a double helix polymer repeat that for me it's a double helix polymer lovely and where do you find dna everywhere 
The building blocks are in the cells. Nucleus. Very good. So DNA is this spirally double helix, which means double corkscrew, essentially. Mm. Double helix. Um, and it spirals up to make chromosomes. Sure. Okay. So a small section of DNA is called a gene. Mm. And genes code for proteins. And they might be structural proteins like... I don't know, like collagen, or they might be functional proteins like your enzymes. Sure. Okay. So when people talk about like you have genes for your eye color, it's the protein, DNA, the gene codes for the protein that makes your eyes blue or whatever. Gotcha. Does that make sense? So we've got DNA is a double helix polymer found in the nucleus, wound up into um, organelles. No, that's not the right word. Wound up into, um, what's the word? structures called chromosomes for which we have 23 pairs of chromosomes half from mum half from dad um and we get those after fertilization um and they're wound up into these chromosomes and then a section of those chromosomes a section of that dna is called a gene okay happy about that yeah absolutely uh, remind me what shape is a D- is dna well, dna mrs corbett is a double helix Polymer found in the nucleus wound up into structures, each section of which is called a gene. And genes code for? Genes code for proteins, Mrs. Corbett. Now, these proteins might be something like collagen or like an enzyme. Maybe even the proteins that determine your eye color or how long your earlobes are. You sound so smug. (laughs) (laughs) I listen. (laughs) Guys, I've got a really good revision tip for you, okay? If you listen to your teacher when they speak, the amount of knowledge that you can absorb, just by accident. Power. Yeah, just pretend to listen and something goes in. Um, Do you know what protein... Do you remember we did this um, when we did about food? Do you remember what proteins are made of? Like the molecules that make protein. You know how like glucose makes starch. Do you remember what it is that makes protein? Yeah. Begins with an A, if that helps you. Amino acids. Very good. So the genes actually code for specific amino acids, and those amino acids then make proteins. Do you know how many amino acids you have? How many different ones there are? 17. 11. 17's really close. I think it's like 18, but we can only make 16 of them. I don't actually know the answer to that. I can't remember. It's full of Well, you asked me questions that you don't even know the answer to. I just wonder whether you knew the answer. good is that? How, how, how? Well, 17. I do know the answer. I think that's wrong. Well, hang know, on. Do you, <laughs> do you know the Why one? Why ask me a question? I know one of the ones you have to eat. My brain is absolutely mush at the moment. You know, Omega 3, that's one that we can't make. The so one we you have get from to eat. fish. Yeah. Cod liver oil tablets that's really good for brain function. Apparently. Anyway, so allegedly. these, sp- depending on the way you put the amino acids, will make these specific proteins. Okay. Do you know what a genome is? Um, It's so like. DNA is a double helix polymer that exists in the uh, nucleus, wound up into structures. Each one of them is called um, a gene. Put a little hat on it in a fishing rod, you've got a genome. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't prepared for that joke. Really? I thought it was obvious. I'm just going to hang on. I'm just going to check my spec and check I'm not going over to i'm not going over to the um next lesson so a genome is basically all of the um genetic material of an organism so so the genome is all of the genetic material of an organism so if i had like a dandelion in here i don't know why i chose dandelion mm. and i sequenced out all of the genes that it is made from mm. all of the bits of dna mm. all of the bases of the dna mm. and i wrote it out in a list that would be its genome cool okay and then i could see how much of my genome i had in common with said dandelion yeah 
that make sense? Yeah, perfectly. Um, so, have you heard about the Human Genome Project? Um, is it what you just said? Yeah, so sequencing the human genome. Do you know anything about that? I thought they did it. They did. Yeah, they did. it's in like nine encyclopedias long. It is, yeah. So it, um, so they did it, it. They finished it. They finished it when I was still at school. They finished it in. Um, I'm just trying to find the date. It was 2003, I think. Yeah, April 2003. So the Human Genome Project was this huge international effort um, to sequence all of the DNA in humans. Mm. Um, and they did it. It took th- 13 years, I think. Yeah, around that. So they identified, mapped and sequenced every single gene in a piece of, you know, from a human. Mm. Um, and yeah, it took up rooms <laughs> of ATCG, ATCG yeah. in whatever order they were. Why do you think... What's the point in that? Yeah, what's the point in that? Um, well, I was going to ask you that question. Was there any point in it? I, I assume... By mapping out the human genome, you can kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, can you digitalize it? Can oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's say, uh, can you, like, find specific things? Because didn't they find, like, the addict gene? And, um, uh, like, if you're, if you have a propensity to, propensity to, um, like, if you're going to get a disease, like a like an inherited disease, stuff like that. Yeah, can fantastic. Find that, That's, that, that was exactly the purpose of it, really. So they found that there's, like, Oh, between well, there, there are there are genes that are useful and genes that are just like noise for things that we don't particularly need. But there's anything between twenty thousand, a hundred thousand human genes. Um, but yes, they absolutely did it for genetic mapping, so we could see which genes are common in all humans. Um, different sequences and gene identification. So, for example, the BRCA gene is a gene that is responsible for breast cancer, um, and you can now get tested to see whether you have an active BRCA gene, which will increase the likelihood of you having breast cancer. So a really famous example of this is Angelina Jolie. Her mother died of breast cancer. She got tested for the BRCA gene. She was positive for the BRCA gene. And so she had a a double mastectomy to remove her breast tissue so that she couldn't get breast cancer because she had that active gene. But if you haven't got the tissue to get the cancer in, you're highly unlikely to guess breast cancer. Sure. Um, but yes, also for all sorts of different things. So yeah, like, um, I mean, more of a like pop culture reference to the G- Human Genome Project. They showed that you are more likely to be addicted to smoking if you had specific genes um, and uh, other addictions as well, um, which is quite interesting. You can also kind of then work out and predict things. You can also then start thinking about future-wise start making personalized medicine for people's human genome if you think about it if you know how their genes work and how their genes mapped you'll know how they may respond for specific therapies which is kind of interesting Uh um so yeah so what students have in the specification on this is a genome of an organism is all of the genetic material of that organism the human genome project um the human genome was studied and was a great importance for medicine and it was a global effort lots of peer review from scientists um and it says students should be able to discuss the importance of understanding the human genome. This is limited to the search for genes linked to disease, like the BRCA gene. Sure. Understanding and treatment of inherited diseases, like the BRCA gene. Uh-huh. Uh, using in tracing uh, human... Yeah. Is breast cancer inherited disease? Yeah. I suppose if you're, if it's to do with the gene and you're inheriting your parents' genes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is an interesting one that is on the specification, so you have to know about it. Yeah. Is tracking human migration patterns from the past. So you know those like 
gene, oh, I can't remember what they're called, like gene 22 or something. Yeah. Things where you swab your own and it says, yeah. you are 13% Alaskan yeah. or whatever. Um, they use those databases of human genomes to track migration patterns uh-huh. over time, which is quite interesting as well. So if you're digging up like a frozen body from 5,000 years ago, you can, you know, see how close that is to current human DNA, I suppose, and where they may have come from. Now, the human genome, mm-hmm. assume everyone's genome is different. Mm, 99.99% the same. Right, okay. And it was in that 0.1% where our differences lie. Yes. Okay, but cool. But even then, they're all quite similar. <laughs> like, we're like 70% the same as a banana. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose the differences between humans are very, very small, like hair colour. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of the things that we have, like a lot of genes, we have the genes but they're not switched on or off. And there's this really interesting thing called epigenetics, which I learn about, which is really cool, which is why how certain behaviours can alter your genes, which is kind of cool, which is like kind of cool, but also could be potentially kind of dangerous. Behaviour can alter your genes. Yeah. That's wild. Because you kind of influence genetic packets. It's a really interesting, really interesting topic. You, You could talk about this for ages. I suppose DNA is a bit like the sea, isn't it? No. Yeah, just, just sure. Like un- unexplored, so much to discover. Monsters lurking in the dark. You okay, hon? <laughs> 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 okay, we're done now. Bye. Cool. See you later.